Hi, it's me, Lou again. In episode one, I moved into Plutus Heights, and everything was going well until David showed up and rocked the boat. He told everyone I was his girlfriend, and at first, I was weirded out. But then I started to think maybe he was actually a pretty cool guy. Well, then he went and ruined that by asking me out on a date only to show me off, which resulted in him going to jail for drunk driving. As I bailed him out, he asked me if I wanted to be his girlfriend for real. To be honest, when he told me that he liked me, I was pretty moved. His deep voice and sincere look really touched my heart. But then reality hit me. David was still too young and ebullient. He probably just wanted me to be his girlfriend due to his contemporary feeling. So I held my breath for a second and replied to him, David, I'm sorry, but I don't think I could be your girlfriend now. I think we'd better have more time to get to know each other. He seemed disappointed, but managed to give me a hug and said, Yes, as long as you want. After that, we went home. And as we got home, no one even asked if we were fine and what just happened to us. Instead, Mark just blurted out, David, you loser. You need to rely on girls to help you? Come on, bro. Sort yourself out. Then he smirked at me. Ugh, what was wrong with Mark? David was his cousin. How could he be so heartless? This was too much. It made me so angry. I honestly couldn't hold back my feelings. So I said to Mark, Hey, if you don't have anything nice to say, then just keep your mouth shut, Mark. Seriously, I couldn't stand Mark one bit. Out of all the guys living in our home, Mark was the worst. He was just so rude. And from how he treated us at the investment club, it was clear he didn't respect anyone. One time, the club had a meeting to discuss an investment plan for a fancy restaurant for rich people in Las Vegas. And seeing as my family were in the restaurant industry, I plucked up the courage to share my ideas. But Mark shot down every single idea and even had the cheek to tell me that my ideas were stupid and too risky. It took all my strength not to storm out of there. He was horrible. Had it not been for my enthusiasm, I would have withdrawn from the club, since I couldn't stand Mark's unpleasant personality. Talk about the project. After two months of non-stop researching, it came to my most exciting part. We were about to fly to Vegas to check out the market. Our group had four members, and we gathered to board the plane. When we boarded the plane, Mark deliberately pushed past me so he could get to his seat first. Such a man! Was he still pissed off when I told him to shut up? The trip went quite successfully. We had gathered a lot of useful information for our investment plan. After working hard on our project, in our last night in Las Vegas before flying back to New York, we went to the casino to blow off some steam. I had never seen anything like it in my life. There were people everywhere betting thousands of dollars. It looked fun, but I had no idea how to play. So I just watched the gamblers and took it all in. As I was wandering around, I felt someone grab my hand. It was Mark. He was sitting playing a game of poker, and it looked intense. I tried to walk away from him, but he said, Come on, give it a try. And so I agreed and sat down next to him. He taught me the basic rules, and to my complete surprise, I was hooked. 
I got so into it, and by the third round, I was really playing well. Call it beginner's luck, but there was no denying that Mark and I made a good team. He actually called me his lucky goddess at one point. Every time we won, he gave me a high five. And at one point, he even gave me a massive hug. I guess he just got so caught up in the excitement of winning, but it felt good to be hugged by someone so handsome. <clears throat> Don't get me wrong, it's just a cheering hug between friends, isn't it? We played for hours, and then eventually we got over it and went to the bar to get some drinks and celebrate how much money we'd won. By then, it was super late, and I was exhausted, so Mark walked me back to my room and said goodnight. As I flopped onto my bed, I thought to myself, maybe Mark isn't as bad as I thought he was. And then I drifted off into a drunken sleep where I thought about how fun we were that night and how handsome Mark was. The next morning, when I woke up, I had the worst headache. Clearly, I drank too much. I looked at the clock and freaked out. I'd definitely missed my flight. I grabbed my phone and was about to call Mark when I noticed I already had two missed calls from him. And then there was a text saying, You little sleepyhead, guess I'll see you back in New York then? I couldn't believe he'd left me here in Vegas all on my own. There was me thinking he was actually quite a nice guy, and now he'd gone and done this? Not cool at all. Well, I guess I'd spend another day or so in Vegas. Could be worse, right? I lay in bed for a while trying to get over my hangover, and then I went onto Facebook. I couldn't believe it. Jeremy had posted a status checking in to Las Vegas. I messaged him right away asking what he was doing here, and then he said he was putting on a show at a theater in the city. He invited me to join, and I agreed because it's not like I had other plans. That night, Jeremy sent someone to pick me up and take me to the theater. When I arrived, he was waiting outside to welcome me, and we chatted a bit. I told Jeremy that Mark had left me here all alone, and he just started laughing. He said, What a strange guy. How could he leave a girl as beautiful as you all alone in Vegas? Don't worry. I'll take good care of you, okay? Then he started stroking my hair, like I was his little sister or something. I was kind of surprised by how gentle and sweet he was being. I'd never really spent any time with Jeremy. I must have blushed, because the next moment, Jeremy was winking at me. And then he said he had to go backstage and get ready for the show. I'm not gonna lie, I assumed that Jeremy was only popular because he was good at promoting himself on social media. But when I watched him singing up there on stage like that, I was gobsmacked. He was incredible. Now I understood why all the girls swooned around him. Not only was he a babe, he was so flipping talented too. After the show, I waited outside for Jeremy. And then he said I could fly back to New York with him in his private jet and that his driver would take me to the hotel to get my bags. Wow, what a nice guy. We basically talked the whole flight. Chatting to Jeremy was so easy, and it was so comfortable. For someone so famous, he was pretty down to earth. I really enjoyed his company. Turns out, being left alone isn't too bad. I got to know Jeremy more and have an enjoyable experience. We arrived home early the next morning, and we were both so tired, I went straight to bed and slept until after lunch. When I woke up, I played on my phone for a bit, scrolling through social media. That's when I saw it. An article had gone viral 
that Jeremy was having an affair with me. There were photos of us at the theater and even a photo of him stroking my hair. I started to panic. This was all just some crazy misunderstanding. How had I got caught up in the world of showbiz and gossip? I panicked and didn't know what to do next. While I was puzzled and worriedly scrolling down the pictures, suddenly my door burst open and Naomi barged into my room. My thumbs flew over the controller at lightning speed as I battled my coworker Andy while everyone else cheered from the sides. How did you get that level up? Where have you learned these moves? From the deep dark corners of the internet, my friend, and I'm about to own your butt. With that, I unleashed my final secret move and blew up the enemy. You're a loser, I'm a winner, your mama's buying me chicken dinner. Suddenly, there was pin drop silence, and I turned around to face the dragon store manager, aka Andy's mom. You have 10 seconds to clear up this mess and get back to your jobs. Or, you're on fire! Hi, my name's Ellie. I'm a computer expert, gamer, hacker, and overall top-notch geek. I led a very exciting life in the virtual realm, but in the real world, my life was pretty average. Until one day, everything changed. Yeah, we say that a lot around here, don't we? But before I continue, please like and subscribe. Ever since I was a kid, I was obsessed with computers. And by the time I was 12, I was writing code, developing software, and even doing some basic hacking. And I was addicted to video games. I thought I was cool, but that was not a popular opinion. By the time I reached high school, I was pretty much used to having a seat at the outcast's table. And things weren't much different at home. I was raised by my single mom, who was my polar opposite. She was a social butterfly who loved throwing lavish parties for her wealthy friends and was always trying to set me up with her sons. A nightmare. Mom, can I go to my room? I ate too many dumplings earlier. I don't feel so good. You're not fooling me, Ellie. See that boy over there? He's single and very rich. Go talk to him. That boy played football at my school, and he was surrounded by some popular girls. And I walked over. Hi, uh, I, uh, oh god, save yourselves! Then I threw up all over the boy and the head cheerleader. Of course, I was a laughing stock in school the next day, and I started hiding out in the library. One day, I was playing a game when I got an invite to a virtual treasure hunt with a huge cash prize. The disclaimer read, only super smart, hardcore gamers need apply. It was like someone was describing me. I breezed through each challenge, but when I got to the last level, my computer suddenly froze, and then it became lifeless. No! But this was just the beginning of a series of unfortunate events. Soon after my 18th birthday, Mom suddenly fell really sick. The doctors ran a million tests and gave her expensive treatments, but nothing was working. And we had a ton of medical bills we couldn't pay because Mom's credit cards were all overdrawn. We're poor and I'm sick. Find a rich man so you can have a good life. How am I supposed to do that? Boys don't even notice me. We're poor. Find a rich man. A rich man. Find my daughter. What did I say? Daughter, find rich? My man? I mean, um... Find a rich man. And then my mom slipped into a coma. My life turned around 180 degrees. I had no idea when mom would be okay. I was drowning in debt. My grades were suffering. 
and I felt so alone. But then one day, as I was leaving my work shift, a strange man came running to me and shoved a device in my hand, then fled the scene. You've been selected for a top secret mission. This message will self-destruct in 30 seconds. I read the details fast. I'd make a ton of money and work with computers and security systems all day. Was this for real? My life was at rock bottom anyway, so it was worth finding out. I accepted, and a second before the time ran out, I tossed the device into the air, and it exploded. What in the Mission Impossible? And the next day, I was whisked away in a private jet to a state-of-the-art facility with a dozen computer geeks. All day, we worked on hacking software, computer codes, and sophisticated simulations. We were given board and lodging, too. And for the first time, I was with people I had something in common with. A week later, I was busy working at my desk when this guy a few years older than me walked in. And I felt like the Matrix had glitched. Like I was Ellie in a parallel dimension where it was possible for Ellie to fall in love with a boy at first sight. And he was like a young Keanu Reeves, but with spectacles. So hot. I don't remember the part where I floated away from my seat, but suddenly I found myself standing in front of him. Can I help you? Uh, maybe I can help you. I'm very helpful. Help me help you. What? Sorry, let me... Ow! I just poked myself in the eye. <laughs> uh, let me introduce myself. Hi, I'm Smelly. I mean, Ellie. It's short for Eleanor, or Elena, or Elaine. I extended my hand, and as he shook it, I screamed. What? What happened? Oh, it's not your fault. That was just a very firm handshake, and I have a very low threshold for pain. Like, really. I once fainted when an apple fell from a tree and hit my head. It wasn't even a hard apple. Like, it was rotten and squishy, but he walked away while I was still talking. That's the head of the company, girl. Oh, my gigabytes. This demigod was my boss? His name was Liam Finch. He could solve any problem, crack any code, and he looked amazing while doing it. I had such a giant stupid crush on him, and I couldn't help recalling Mom's words about finding a rich man for a better life. Liam looked and smelled expensive. I had to get him to ask me out, and I turned to Ask Brain 2 for helpful tips. The next day, I turned up to work in a tight, short dress, and I'd made sure to apply plenty of tanning lotion to look like those gorgeous models I'd seen online. All eyes were on me, and I was sure to have the same effect on Liam. Before we start this meeting, I have to ask Emmy, are you having a reaction to something? Emmy, speak up, whoever you are. The boss is asking you something. Oh, wait, you meant me. It's Ellie. <laughs> and, uh, no, I I'm good. I think you should go to the bathroom. There's some anti-allergy medicine in the first aid kit there. This wasn't the reaction I'd expected, but when I looked at myself in the mirror, I screamed. The tanning lotion had turned so orange, I looked like a radioactive carrot. The next day, I came to work wearing huge fake eyelashes, but those stupid things made my eyes feel heavy and I couldn't stop blinking. Later in the cafeteria, one of my coworkers came up to me as I waited in the lunch line, and he had some ketchup on his upper lip. Hey, Ellie, I, I saw you in the meeting today. Um, okay, I saw you too, buddy. But first, you got something right here. Out of nowhere, the guy pulled me close and planted a moist kiss on my lips. I pushed him away and punched him hard. Ellie, what the heck? First you keep winking at me all through the meeting, and then you ask me to kiss you, and then you hit me? Excuse me, what? He kicked up a huge fuss to Liam about being assaulted, and then he quit. That was one of our best coders, and you've made him leave. 
Well, he hit me first. Like, I mean, he was hitting on me, and it was gross. Are you sure? Why would anyone want to hit on you? Um, why wouldn't anyone want to do that? But Liam just walked away without replying. A couple of days later, Liam threw a small farewell party for his secretary, Jessica. She was so annoyingly model-like, and I couldn't be happier to see her leave. Hey, Jesse, I'm really sad you're leaving. Want me to help you pack? I'm very helpful. Uh, wait, isn't that a company paperweight? No, it's mine. I brought it from home. I'm pretty sure it belongs to the office. But hey, it's just a paperweight. Are you calling me a thief? Why don't I just take that from you? We won't mention this to anyone. Give it back to me, you witch! It's not yours, Jesse. You're robbing the boss blind! As we both pulled at the paperweight, I suddenly lost my balance and let go, and it went flying straight into Jessica's perfect fake nose. Emmy, what's the matter with you? Do you think I care if my secretary takes a useless paperweight from the office? I was just trying to do the right thing, sir. The right thing would be to stop injuring my employees. The next morning, I gave myself a pep talk in the staff room before work. Okay, the last few days have been bad, Ellie. But today's a new day to show everyone what a cool, brilliant chick you are. You got this, girl. Now show yourself some self-love. I kissed my reflection, but when I opened my eyes, I was horrified to see Liam standing behind me. Can you please keep things professional and practice your makeout skills in private? Which, I might add, need a substantial amount of work. Jeez. What? No, 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 that's not what it was. Oh, God. This was almost as bad as the day Mom went into a coma. The next day, while I was busy coding, I couldn't help thinking about my makeout skills. I turned to my trusty advisor, Google. But when I opened up the first blank, some kind of virus popped up on everyone's screens. Your system is under attack and will be immediately destroyed. Goodbye. And then every screen went blank. There was a wave of shocked silence across the room. Who the heck opened an insecure link? I felt about as small as an ant. I am so sorry, Liam. It was a... a small error of judgment. Small error? Your small error may have catastrophic consequences for our national security! Sorry, what? I thought this was a private security company. I recruited people I believed I could train to be the very best. Because every code we write and every firewall we construct has massive importance. But you've caused a major breach. And now I have to fix your mess. And I was clearly wrong about you. You don't belong here. Pack your things. You're going home tomorrow morning. And it's not Liam. It's Mr. Finch. I felt like I'd been punched in the stomach. This place was the most at home I'd ever felt, and I'd really screwed things up. The next morning, I was going to the office to turn in my employee card. When I stopped short, the building had been sealed and was surrounded by police officers, and my co-workers were being arrested. They slipped away quickly, my heart racing. What the heck was going on? The only thing I could think of was finding Liam. If he hadn't been arrested already, too. I made my way to his place and rang the buzzer a few times, but no one answered. Then I overrode the code of the security lock and the door clicked open. I'd just taken a few steps in when someone leapt at me and pushed me to the ground. And I found Liam on top of me with a chopstick. Emmy, how did you get in? And why do you know where I live? 
It's a top secret location. We we sell that lock at the store where I worked at before, so I'm very familiar with the software. And I uh hacked your smartwatch to track your whereabouts a few weeks ago. Just for fun, I swear. See, smartwatches aren't actually that smart. They should be kind of called dumb watches. Also, were you gonna poke my eye out with a chopstick? Get up. Why are you even here? Because I went to the office and everyone was getting arrested. Well, it's all your fault. What? Since our security systems were down after you downloaded that virus, something invaluable was stolen from us last night. And now, we're all in big trouble, and I have to go into hiding. You're leaving? Will I ever see you again? Unlikely. You've ruined everything. Just go home. Look, Mr. Finch, this is ridiculous. There are plenty of problems in your security system that I've been studying for the past few weeks. And someone would have figured those out sooner or later anyway. So stop blaming me and please tell me what's going on. Also, why is it so hard for a genius like you to remember that my name is Ellie? Liam looked surprised at my outburst. And just as he was about to speak, we heard cars screeching outside. The police are here for me. I gotta go. Whoa, whoa, wait. I'm coming with you. I can't survive jail or torture. I told you, I have a very low threshold for pain. Oh God, just shut up. Liam grabbed my hand and led me to the kitchen, where he opened a trap door in the floor and started climbing down, and I followed. Dark, narrow spaces. I hate dark, narrow spaces. I'll die if a mouse jumps on me. We ran through an underground passageway, climbed up another ladder and out of a gutter hole, and onto a main street several blocks away. Liam dashed towards a car and we jumped in, but just as we were driving off, several police cars came to a stop in front of us. Wow, we managed to escape for all of two minutes. Okay, Mr. Finch, Liam, whatever. If I never see you again, I just want to say that you're the most beautiful... Suddenly, Liam hit the pedal hard and started driving in reverse like a maniac. Oh my god, what are you doing? I'm too young to die. I've spent all my life behind computer screens. I haven't seen the world. I've never even been on a beach. You know what? I'll go to jail. You can drop me off anywhere convenient. Liam took a sharp turn into a street, avoiding a truck by half an inch. He turned the car around 180 degrees and started driving even faster. I saw two black cars hot on her tail. Emmy, I need you to get a freaking grip and tell me the coordinates of the city's main bridge. We're gonna be jumping off of it. You can swim, right? Of course I can't swim! I'm terrified of water! That's why I've never been to a beach! We're not jumping off any bridge, you psycho! Can you please do what I'm saying and just trust me? There's a life jacket under the seat. Strap that on and find me the bridge. Now! With shaking fingers, I located the bridge and fed the coordinates into the car's GPS. Undo your seatbelt, and when I say go, open the car door. Your seat will automatically eject, and you'll land in the water. Don't panic. You're wearing a life vest, and I'll get to you quickly. You ready? I've never been less ready for anything in my life. Okay, then. Go! Liam swerved the car off the bridge and into the air. My seat ejected immediately, and I landed head first into the water. Before I could panic completely, Liam swam over to me swiftly, grabbed me by the waist, and pulled me onto the shore. We ran down some docks where Liam found an unlocked car, and we sped away in it. I was too shocked to even speak anymore. Liam drove us out of the city to some abandoned warehouse, where we were let in by an elegant older woman. Hello, Agent Skywalker. I was expecting you to be alone. So was I. Agatha, trust me, this wasn't part of the plan. 
All right, all right, I've had enough. Can you tell me what's going on, Agent Skywalker? Liam finally told me that he was a CIA agent who had been assigned the task of recruiting a special security team to protect the government databases and national secrets. But there's another CIA agent who has gone rogue, and yesterday, she broke into our facility and stole the key to a new weapon the government's developing. And she's framed me for the theft. Now everyone thinks I'm a traitor. Luckily, the key's heavily encrypted, but someone will break the code soon, and I have to get it back before they do. It's the only way to clear my name. That's why I couldn't let myself get arrested. And Agatha here's an old friend. She's the only one I can trust right now. So... What's the next plan of action? I have a fairly good idea where the rogue agent took that key. So I'm going there, and you will stay here. Look, I can hardly believe I'm saying this after the horrible day I've had, but I think you should take me with you. I'm a really good coder and hacker, and I can help. I'm very helpful, actually. I just haven't had a chance to... Okay, then, let's go. What, now? I thought you'd offer me some food first, and I wouldn't mind a nap. Now! Wait, Agent Skywalker, aren't you forgetting something? What? You know, the thing. Agatha, I really don't have time for riddles, so just say it. Okay, you're forgetting your lucky underwear from your Star Wars collection, the one you always wear before an important mission. I looked at Liam's face and burst out laughing. <laughs> lucky underwear? Oh my god. Oh jeez, I think I peed my pants. <laughs> Oops. I really did. Um, can I get some underwear too, please? According to Liam, the key was in a highly secure facility inside a toothpaste factory. The only way we could get in was to wear employee uniforms and hide in the back of one of the company trucks taking some supplies inside. Dark, confined spaces. I hate dark, confined spaces. Why don't you try distracting yourself? Sure. Why don't you help me do that? Why was Agatha calling you Agent Skywalker? Because of your lucky underwear? It's just one of my many names. Is Liam your real name? No. So what is your real name? I'm obviously not gonna tell you. Okay then, do you tell your girlfriends your real name? Depends. I haven't dated in a while, especially after what happened with the last one. Why? What happened? None of your business. Let me guess, she couldn't put up with your cold heart anymore? Or she found out you're lying about your identity and thought you're a cheater. Oh no, wait, I've got it. Some enemy of yours killed her. <laughs> Liam went quiet and my heart suddenly sank. Oh my god, no, she really died? Uh, I couldn't save her, Ellie. I'm sorry, Liam. I'm so sorry. That's so tragic. And it also explains why you're a cold-hearted robot now. I mean, this kind of stuff changes a person. Jeez, why are you so gullible? I'm a CIA agent. I'm trained to convincingly lie about anything. That was a joke? Dude, that's just mean. Well, if you still want a sob story, she did betray me. My ex is the rogue agent, and she's the one who stolen the key and framed me. Are you happy now? Oh, wow, that's a lot. So, how do you feel about it? Like, I just want you to be quiet now. I silently processed everything I'd just heard, but after a few minutes, I started feeling anxious again. I wish I was special. So very special. But I'm a creep. I'm a weirdo. What am I doing here? 
please, please stop. You're sucking up the limited oxygen in here. You're not the boss of me. Well, you were, but then you fired me, remember? And since you won't talk to me, I'm gonna sing. How are you gonna make me shut up, huh? I can think of at least one way. Suddenly, Liam moved closer and put his hands on my face. Oh my god, was he about to kiss me? Just then, the truck jolted to a halt and Liam pushed me away. Rude! We quietly slipped out and made our way to the entrance. We scanned the fake IDs Agatha had given us and we were inside the building. Liam had the building's blueprints and he led the way to the surveillance room. We peeked inside to see a security guard observing the screens and Liam quietly crept up to him. Just then, my nose started itching like crazy and I tried desperately not to sneeze. The guard turned around and Liam punched him hard in the face, then stabbed him with a tranquilizer. <gasps> Why do you look like you're gonna be sick? I've only put him to sleep. Oh, I know. I'm just terrified of needles. I think I told you, I have... Yeah, yeah, a very low threshold for pain, I remember. Okay, we gotta check all the rooms in this place. There's gotta be a team working hard to decode that key. We scanned all the screens, but it seemed like there was hardly anyone in the building. Just then, I spotted an empty room with only a glass case in the center. Liam, do you think the key's in that vault? Yeah, it looks like it. Listen, Ellie, I need you to hack into their system and find out whatever you can about the security measures in that vault. I'm gonna be by the door to keep an eye out. You got it. I was totally lost in my work when suddenly my eyes flitted to one of the screens. Um, Liam, what did you say your ex-girlfriend looked like? I don't think I said anything. Would you say she's a skinny supermodel type with lovely blonde hair, a perfect jawline, and very, very long legs? Yeah? Why? Well, if we don't scram out of here in the next three minutes, I think you're about to be reunited with your ex. She's coming this way! Liam grabbed my hand and we ran out and down the corridor like crazy. Suddenly, security alarms started blaring all over the building. I guess she found the unconscious guard in the surveillance room. Ellie, why have you stopped running? I... I'm so... out of breath. I'm a computer person. On my butt all day. Not used to... running. Suddenly, Liam swept me up like a sack of potatoes, flung me over his shoulder, and started running again. All the entrances were being sealed, and Liam managed to get through the last one seconds before it slammed shut. We went rolling onto the ground, then got up quickly and sprinted as some guards chased us. As soon as we got outside the gates, a car screeched to a stop in front of us. Get in! Hurry! Yet another narrow escape. Was the mission successful? Far from it. We didn't manage to get the information we needed to break into the vault where the key's being kept. What are you talking about? I downloaded every single piece of information on their system in this flash drive. This one. No, wait. Not this one either. It's the neon green one. It's my favorite. Aha! Here you go. What? Oh my god, Ellie. You're amazing. He pulled me into a hug, and I was so startled that I didn't even hug him back. I wanted to kick myself for this wasted opportunity. And when we got back to the safe house, I crashed onto my bed like a malfunctioned hard drive. I was exhausted, but I kept having nightmares, and at some point, I woke up in a cold sweat. Just then, I screamed to see a dark shadow hovering over me, and I punched it hard. Ow! Liam, what are you doing here? You were shouting in your sleep. I was just checking on you. Aw, you came to see if I was okay? Well, that's too much to hope for. I already know you're unhinged. Jeez, I think you've broken my nose. What, with these jelly arms? Come
Come on, don't be a baby. A baby could punch harder than me. I'm not being a baby. Ugh. Since you're finally up, let me show you what we found from that information you got. Agatha and Liam then proceeded to tell me that we didn't need to break into the vault. Apparently, they discovered a foreign delegation was visiting the embassy in two days for a big event, and the stolen key would be exchanged there. The rogue agent, Princess Leia, will be disguised as a journalist. She will be secretly handing it over to this undercover foreign- Whoa, whoa, hold on! Your ex-girlfriend's codename is Princess Leia? Oh, now I get why you're Agent Skywalker. <laughs> That's really cheesy. Can you focus on what's actually important? Leia might recognize you, Liam, even in disguise. I can get you in the building as the kitchen staff. But we need to send someone else in as a guest. Preferably a pretty harmless-looking girl who can get close enough to the arms dealer to find out when the exchange is happening. I'm not sure I can. Wait, Ellie, you're a girl. Gee, thanks for finally noticing. She's not a trained agent. It's too dangerous. Yeah, man. Stop putting me in danger. You'll just be like any other guest at the event, and I'll be close by and constantly in touch with you. Please, Ellie. This is my last chance before the key leaves the country. Okay, okay, fine. You can act like a cute, flirty girl, right? I'm used to my mother throwing me at rich guys, so yeah, I have some practice. You should be prepared for anything. You know, once I was working the field, I had to kiss a mafia boss to distract him. It brought down his whole operation. She's not very good in that department, Agatha. I've seen her practicing in a mirror. That's not what I was doing! Look, I'm a pretty good kisser, okay? Well, it's an important skill any undercover agent should have. So, prove it. Prove it? How? You could just kiss me, duh. What, like right now? Is that really necessary? Maybe she just finds you ugly, Agent Skywalker. I didn't say that. I mean, who would find him ugly? He's very good looking. That's just a fact. Like, I'm sure even a lesbian would find him attractive. Then it's just your bad kissing skills stopping you, I guess. Let's hope you don't need to use them. You know what, man? Just shut up. I suddenly grabbed Liam and kissed him hard. He kissed me back, and my brain exploded with fireworks. Well, uh, that was not half bad. It was good. Great, even. Yeah, she'll be fine. I, um, I'm gonna get some more coffee. I'm proud of you, kid. Two days later, as I was getting ready for the event, I felt sick with anxiety. Just then, someone knocked gently, and Liam walked in. Wow, you clean up nice. I mean, uh, your dress is pretty. I think I'm gonna barf all over it soon. Don't be so nervous. I won't let anything happen to you. Here's your earpiece. It has a tracker in there. I'm just not cut out for this, Liam. I'm not so sure about that. Do you know anything about your dad, Ellie? My dad? No, I don't. He left when I was just a few months old. Yeah, because he was an undercover CIA agent, too. What? Your dad was one of the best agents in the field, and he was brilliant with computers. He's not around anymore, but he served his country well. And finding you wasn't just a coincidence. We've been keeping an eye on you. And you proved you have his skills when you crossed every level on that treasure hunt game we sent you. So maybe you are meant for all this. It's in your blood. You... you've met my dad? Yeah, 
once. You have his eyes, too. He tucked my hair behind my ear and gave me a warm smile, and my heart nearly fell out of my chest. Just then, Agatha walked in, saying the car was ready. At the event, I was looking everywhere for the arms dealer, and I finally spotted him. Just then, a tall, dark girl with glasses approached him and whispered something in his ear, and they both started walking out of the hall. Princess Leia is on the move. I think the exchange is happening now. Follow them to see where they're going. I'll come after you. I rushed out of the hall and saw them going down a corridor. They walked to the end of it and entered the room on the left. I inched closer, and as I tried peeking through the door, I suddenly lost my balance and fell inside. And all eyes turned to me. Oh, I'm so sorry. I thought this was the bathroom. Sorry, sorry. You can continue with whatever you were doing. Not so fast, girl. Ow, ow, that hurts. Hey, maybe it was just a mistake. She seems like a harmless little girl. Oh, really? Is that why she's wearing an earpiece? That? That's my hearing aid. Who do you work for? What? I can't hear you! Look, we can't do the exchange right now. This place is probably surrounded by federal agents. Leave immediately. I will create a distraction. And you go. You're staying here. Sit down. I plopped my butt into a chair as the girl took out a laptop and started typing like crazy. What you doing? You know, I'm very good at computers. You need any help? Oh, I'm just activating an explosive device linked to this laptop that will go off in five minutes and blow up half of this place. So that should create a nice distraction. What? I gotta run, babe. It was nice meeting you. Ciao. She then ran out of the room and locked it from outside. Oh my god! I stood frozen in panic, staring at the screen seeing my life flash before my eyes. But then somehow, I managed to muster some courage. Okay, okay. Calm down, Emmy. I mean, Ellie, it's just a laptop. Any software can be overwritten. Anything can be decoded. You can do this. You got this, girl. I tried everything I knew, but nothing was working. And then I had a brainwave. I opened Google and typed in the website from where I downloaded the virus at work. I clicked on it, and the screen turned red. Your system is under attack and will be immediately destroyed now. Goodbye. And then the laptop went blank. I'd actually done it. Oh, my God. I collapsed to the floor. And just then, the door burst open, and Liam pulled me into his arms. Ellie, are you okay? Leia took your earpiece, and I ended up following her instead. Did you manage to stop her? Did you get the key? Yeah, I did. Agatha hadn't told me before, but she'd call in the other agents to help. And I'm really glad. We needed it. Leia's under arrest, and so's the arms dealer. That's amazing! And Liam, did you know that I just defused a very large explosive device and saved many lives? You did what? The federal agents evacuated the embassy and scanned the entire building and found the device that had been linked to the laptop. You're a hero, Ellie. Seriously. You're the smartest girl I've ever met. I'm hiring you back immediately. We can train you to be a field agent. That's very kind of you, but I'd actually like to go home. Earlier today, I got a message from the hospital that my mom's out of her coma. She's been asking for me. Oh, wow, that's great news. But you can come back when she's better, right? You know what? I don't think so. Yeah, my dad was an agent, but I'm not meant for this life of high stress, crippling anxiety, and close calls. I'm just an ordinary nerd who's happy behind a computer screen. Okay, no field agent. Just a desk job, then. 
Ellie, I'm trying to say something here. I would personally like you to stick around. Maybe we can even go out for dinner sometimes. I owe you a decent meal. Look, Liam, it's not exactly a secret that I've had a giant crush on you since we met. But the truth is, I don't have a crush on the real you, because I don't know the real you, and I probably never will. I mean, what's your real name? Liam just looked at me silently. Yeah, I thought so. But I get it. You're meant for this life, and it suits you. But it's not for me. Just one thing. Can I take this dress with me? It's all yours. I extended my hand and he shook it gently. Then I got into the car waiting for me and left. Back at home, I was overjoyed to see mom doing well. And with my large paycheck, I was able to take care of all our bills and then some. Oh my daughter, we're rich! Did you find rich man? <laughs> no mom, I worked very hard for this money. And I'm in charge of the finances now. But to celebrate mom's recovery, I decided to throw her one lavish party with all her friends at Christmas. And I was trying not to zone out of a very boring conversation with some rich, dumb jock, when suddenly the doorbell rang. Liam, what are you doing here? It's Norman. Huh? What's Norman? My real name! Oh, Norman! Ouch, that's not a cool name, dude. I know that. Listen, Ellie, I miss you, okay? You're crazy and you talk a lot, and you're an awful singer. There's never a dull moment with you around, because you're also smart and beautiful and adorable. And I tried to keep a cold front because I didn't want to get too close. But despite my best efforts, I can't stop thinking about you. You're anything but ordinary. So yeah, my real name's Norman, and I'm willing to tell you more if you agree to go out with me. I'm not even your type. Evil Long Legs Barbie is your type. Not anymore. Geeky Jelly Arms Computer Nerd is my type now. And then he pulled me into a kiss. You're like my boyfriend now? I like the sound of that. Can I tell my mom you're rich? I am rich. Like, really rich. Perfect! Mom! I found a rich man! <gasps> At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.